Howdy, friends, and welcome to the Lead Your Career Podcast. My name's Chris Rader, and this week's episode is entitled Getting Out of a Rut. I feel like I can't see a rut coming on, and I'm not sure what triggers them. When I realize it, it's similar to jumping into the third season of a Netflix series. I know something's going on, I just don't know what. I used to think it was linked to complacency, that somehow my comfort level evolved into apathy. I'm still not convinced I have it pegged, and I'm going to continue to wrap my brain around her for the foreseeable future. But in the meantime, my rut game is pretty on point, as I usually don't stay down for too long. I'm not saying I'm impervious to the effects of a lull in motivation, but I feel like I manage them well. I'm calling it a rut. You may see it as being burnout, unmotivated, or unfulfilled, but at the end of the day, your spark is gone. I'm almost positive I could say with confidence that at some point this past year, we've all been in a rut. I started to feel it a couple months into working from home, continually trying to push back my wake-up time and still be online at 8 a.m. Without the luxury of walking between meetings, one team's call would run into another, into another, into another. There were always a few ongoing apologies for my kids bursting into the room and wanting to get in front of the camera. And like clockwork, at 3 p.m., the sun beaming into my window to signal I only had a couple hours left but would have to work those hours with screen glare. Then at the end of the workday, there was no drive home to decompress, just a walk downstairs, my mind not fully checked out of work so I couldn't be fully checked into home. Then before you know it, like Phil Connors and Groundhog Day, my alarm was waking me up the next morning to kick it all off again. In those early work from home days, I would look forward to running low on milk to warrant a trip to the grocery store, walking down every aisle even though I just came for milk and bread. That glimmer of normalcy residing somewhere between the cereal aisle and the seltzer water. But what else can we do to try to get outside of our rut, outside of racking up high V fuel points? Here are a few thoughts I have on getting out of the rut that you're in. One, identify what caused the rut in the first place. If you have this superpower, please message me. Most of my recommendations in this article are essentially workarounds to the problem themselves. Ideally, you could be introspective and identify what caused the rut in the first place or what you were doing before it started so you know how to address it. Another way to try to identify the cause is to talk to people close to you and let them know that you're in a rut and trying to search out the cause. Maybe they'll be able to see the obvious cause of your problems. Worst case scenario, at least those close to you know that you're going through some tough times and can be there with some encouragement. Two, break large tasks into smaller ones. The closest I've ever gotten to finding a common cause of my ruts is when I've completed all the low-hanging fruit tasks and the only ones left are the ones I've been putting off. The ones I don't find fulfillment in but still need to be accomplished. The ones that drain instead of add to my motivation. The best way to go about these is to try to break them down into smaller tasks, turning mountains into molehills. For example, I don't like to clean the garage. I like a clean garage and I wish the garage would take some responsibility and clean itself, but it doesn't. So instead of approaching the task as cleaning the garage, I may just focus on straightening up the tools. Once that's complete, I may organize the kids' bikes, then sweep the floor. One word of caution in breaking large tasks into smaller tasks is you will find fulfillment in those little molehill wins, but you still need to complete all of those molehills to complete the larger task. Three, progress over perfection. I'm pretty good at this one. Getting a version of the finished product out there on the street for everyone else to see, I'll often do this with the purpose of getting others to weigh in before it's deemed a final product. That comes with my firm belief that the collective will always outsmart the individual in the creativity department. I do believe there is an inherent barrier baked into the suggestion of progress over perfection. In order to accomplish it, there is an assumption that you're willing to let your guard down, 
be vulnerable, and be open to some form of criticism. For those that struggle with that, look at it this way. If you work your hardest to ensure the deliverable is perfect and you put it out there to a weak response, that will probably burn. But if you put the deliverable out there just a little bit further than it was before, knowing it's still a work in progress, it's much easier to be vulnerable and open to ideas because your self-worth is not tied up into the current state of the deliverable. Even when you bring the deliverable to completion, the results become more of a collaborative effort and usually have more sticking power. Four, change up your routine. I'm talking about physically changing what or how you go about your day. Reorganize your desk or move it to a different room in the house. Drive a new way to work. Stop at a new gas station. Maybe even get real crazy and flirt with the idea of trying a new grocery store. The point is to break the mental cruise control you tune into when doing some of the mundane tasks each day. It forces you to be in the moment and react to new situations. You can also add 30 minutes at the start of every day to mentally prepare you for everything that's going on and see what additional value you can add to the various plans. On the flip side, you can add 30 minutes at the end of your day to take a second mental pass at everything that day held. The main takeaway here is to add enough change that your routine is altered, but not big enough that the overall purpose gets derailed. Five, attempt to manually restart your fire. Are you a competitive type of person? You could give yourself a challenge or go in on a challenge with friends. It could be weight loss, exercising, reading, sobriety, taking the stairs, reducing Amazon purchases, or not eating out. Ideally, the challenge you select doubles as a way to bring value to your life as well as restart your fire. As with any challenge or competition, there must be a reward or something you're working towards outside of the added benefit of getting out of your rut. This approach is a way to tap into your competitive drive, if that's your thing, by introducing change to your routine and to add motivation of a reward to get there. As I look at this list, I could give numerous examples of how each of these approaches have helped me to get out of or avoid a rut. One thing that doesn't work is to sit there and feel sorry for yourself just waiting it out or hoping someone will see you and come save the day. Friends may be able to call you out, but you have to make the decision to get up and do something about it. If you or someone you know is currently in a rut, I ask two things of you this week. One, identify you're currently in a rut. If you feel like you closed your eyes and to open them and a half a year has gone by and you have nothing to show for it, you may be in a rut. Once you do, Go over the list I just talked about and figure out the best approach for you and put forth some effort to start crawling your way out. If you crawl far enough, you may surpass normalcy and make your way into some awesome uncharted waters. Two, if you know someone in a rut, don't just send them this podcast and call it good. You probably know them pretty well. Go over the ideas I listed and think about how you could turn them into actionable approaches for them. Then bring those approaches to your friend. Bring a few, knowing they'll probably shoot down a couple. Honestly though, if you give all of this a hearty college try and still find you're getting nowhere and you still feel like you're in a rut, you should probably seek out professional help or counseling. There is no muscling through mental health problems on your own. For all you know, you're sitting atop of a downward spiral or worse, you've already started your descent. It's on you to start leading your life and to do something about it. So please, get started.